0: I'm Dan Walters, and I'm Anthony Peters, this is the No Ideas Podcast.
1: Uh, Welcome to episode 11 of the No Ideas Podcast.
0: Yeah, and it's our one year anniversary. Which we only realised by accident, right? so it's been a year
1: since we interviewed Anthony Burrell and released yeah. that so it's quite a coincidence that um, Hay Studio have been on our list for a while
0: yeah
1: and Anthony Burrell got in contact to say that um, Veronica from Hay was going to be in the country doing a multiplicity talk so we got in contact and she said she was up for it yeah. straight away um, and because Anthony kind of brokered the deal We thought we'd ask him to co-host this one, which
0: was great.
1: Completely not realizing that it was a year since we
0: spoke to him. I think I only realized that today. Yeah, which, (laughs) uh, but it's it was brilliant. Yes, right. So they worked together before they worked on uh, Hayes' ten-year anniversary project, didn't they? So they've they've met and they're friends. So
1: yeah, so it made it quite uh, it made it easier for us because we didn't know Veronica Mm -hmm. at all. Um, So we. Managed to organise meeting in London.
0: Yes, we met Anthony, didn't we, at King's Cross? We did,
1: and we normally, the game that we've talked about before, where you take a (laughs) photo of the person before they meet you, before they see you. We thought Anthony wouldn't have a hope in hell of photographing us, Mm. right? But um, we heard a little ping, looked at our phone, and he was hid behind a pillar... Like taking yeah, totally a photo, both
0: of us while we were discussing that there's no way he's ever going <sighs> to beat
1: us. Which is, he's got a good attention to detail, yeah, yeah. so it was always going to
0: happen. Uh, we
1: went to Big Active. We were, were allowed to use their meeting room there. Yeah, so
0: thanks to them for thanks to, us, to Greg.
1: Us use the space. We set up our kit, got ready to record. Uh, gifts were given around mainly between yeah. Veronica and Anthony. We didn't get any gifts, do we? <laughs> um, and then we started to do the interview and we asked all kinds of amazing stuff, right? So, yeah, so
0: we talked to Veronica about um, her family and how her parents run a manufacturing business. That's right. So she kind of talked about how they weren't in the creative industries, but she took inspiration from how they ran things and, yeah. and their work ethic, basically. It's
1: obvious that she's yeah. taken a lot of business idea yeah. from them, but not the industry. Uh, we talked about bringing up her family whilst mm-hmm. running a business uh, and social media and the opposite so real spaces yeah. and the fact that they're about to create the first
0: design led sort of bookshop and which looks uh, amazing uh, yeah. she mentioned oh, looks, that in her talk in the yeah. evening and it looks like an incredible project so
1: so we finished the recording and thanks so much to Veronica for giving us her time um no it was, it was great and really
0: inspiring and, uh, then yeah. we, and then we went to see Veronica talk in the evening which was uh, at amazing as well yeah,
1: yeah. uh so, yeah, it was an amazing day, and we hope that you enjoy this interview as much as we enjoyed doing it.
0: Yeah, enjoy the show. Okay. Barcelona-based Veronica Fuerte is the founder of Forward Thinking Hey Studio. Their work is bold, graphic, colourful and bursting with playful positivity. Since 2007, Hay have created work internationally for the likes of Monocle, Apple, Zara, The Wall Street Journal and Uniqlo and their projects such as the self-published Every Hay book have gained them acclaim across the design world. She's only in London for a couple of days so we're very excited to have have her on the show. Hola, or should I say, hey, Veronica. Hey. Uh, Thanks so
1: much for coming on the show. We know that you're not in London for very long. So it's, uh, yeah, we're really, really happy to have you on the show. And we've wanted to speak to you for a while. So this was a perfect opportunity. We've got Anthony Barrell with us today um, as a guest co-host. And Anthony's kind of put this thing together. And we'd love to say thank you to Anthony and to Greg at Big Active uh, for allowing us to use their studio to record. Hi, Anthony.
2: Hi, Ant. How's it going?
1: <laughs> uh, just so you guys know, because there's two Antonys, I think I'm going to be Ant today, and Antony's going to be Antony.
2: Uh, yeah, um, or um, Deirdre. Deirdre? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I'm confused. Are you okay. Deirdre or am I Deirdre? <laughs> yeah, who, who knows? You could be Deirdre. Yeah, I think
1: so. Okay. So, um, so this is tonight, you're doing a talk yes. in London. And this is your first talk in London.
3: It's my first talk in London, but I did once uh, last year in a uh, school. So, but this is my first public um, conference in Lo- in London. Yes. Are you nervous? I always uh, nervous uh, ten minutes before my talk. Okay. Yes. Always. So you
1: just have a mojito. or...? <laughs> yes, I always <laughs> drink something before. <laughs> What's your What would your drink of choice be before?
3: A beer. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay.
1: Simple.
3: <laughs> another, another one. Another one. When I finish the talk, <laughs> or five
1: or six. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So you're an 80s child, and you grew up in the 80s. Can you tell us a little bit about where you grew up and your childhood, please?
3: Yes, I grew up in a in a city not far away from Barcelona, 50 kilometers, a very small city where everybody knows each other, and my friends that I have now are the friends that from the school and and the city i mean was i I remember doing always the same (laughs) not very interesting it was in barcelona with a lot of things to do it was like a small city and my childhood i remember my my parents uh, still have a a factory met uh, they do metal works very different from design um so my I, I was growing, listening my parents talking all the time about work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they worked together? Yes. Oh, wow, it's okay.
3: a family company and now my brother is running the company.
1: Okay, you didn't want to take that one. No, on. no. <laughs> no. They
3: proposed me. They proposed me when I was, I think, nineteen or twenty, and I said no, thank you. But I helped them um, three years ago to to design the new identity.
1: That was my next question.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll have to seek that one out, or maybe put it onto our. Uh, if you if you can send us that, if you don't mind, we can put that on the. Uh, yes. On the on the pe- on the yeah, webpage. Yeah. Um, you said that you you still see all of your friends you grew up with? Yes. Do they, any of them, are any of them in design?
3: The ones from the school, no.
1: Very different jobs. Okay. Yeah. Are they still, do they still live in the town you grew up in?
3: No, they live in Barcelona. Oh, okay. Yes.
1: Do you all hang out quite a lot?
3: Sometimes, because um, they are mostly women, so they had, like, babies, and it's difficult to, but yes, uh, one of them is my neighbor, so I met... A lot, yes.
1: We're going to ask you about parenthood <laughs> later. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, and did you, do you get on well with your parents?
3: Yes. Yes.
1: You're close. Yes. Yeah. I
3: mean, I'm very independent. Yeah. So I don't need to call them every day. Okay. <laughs> so sometimes when I need to fly the day, I, I'm in the airport, I said, okay, mama, I'm going to London. Okay. Fine. Okay. See you in two days and um, but I'm always been very independent
1: okay
3: yes but I have a very close relation with them
1: okay and your brother how are you close with your brother
3: yes I mean he's very different from me he's opposite like okay. me <laughs> yes but yes he lives in near my parents house and they he's having like very different life from my life okay but yes but Uh, We met each other, I think, every two weeks or three. Oh, okay. So you are close.
1: Did you you fight at all when you were younger? (laughs) Yes, a lot. (laughs) Yes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he is three years older than me. Yes, and we, we went walking to the school alone. And I remember this this minute walking, in, we were fighting a lot. Okay.
1: I have a, a son and a daughter, they're 11 and 13 and they fight a lot. Yes. And I kind of want them to get on. So whenever they do get on, I kind of fawn over them and I'm like, oh, they're getting on and then they'll fight again. Yes.
2: <laughs> um, so just th- thinking about your childhood, what was your first creative memory?
3: Yes. Uh, it's not like um, doing something with my hands or I remember when I was uh, very small my my after with uh, sorry after school with my friends or maybe also with my brother <laughs> was to go to the paper shop and collect papers and collect things that I love from that shop so that was something I really loved um, and also I did a lot of handmade Things after school, and my favorite um, theme at school was uh, um, painting and these kind of things. Yes.
2: Yeah. So, 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 kind of colored paper, colors and kind of flat colors and kind of (laughs) folded paper, geometry. So, so already, your your kind of aesthetic approach was
3: Mm.
2: was kind of almost hardwired. You know kind of flight like it was already
3: yes, I think was already when inside me mm. <laughs> um, when I was a child and, and but i, I didn 't think at that, that time that I wanted to be like a designer because i didn 't know what was designer mm. when I was yeah. ten or uh, even fifteen years old, but I knew that I wanted to do something creative that 's the only thing that I knew. Mm. Um, and my first option when I finished school was cinema and I couldn't get in because yeah, it's yeah. a very small school in Barcelona and fortunately it was my second option design. <laughs> yes
2: yeah no it's it, it's funny how, how those um, those decisions are kind of forced on you sometimes you know it's kind of you know it's a, a very crucial time you, you have two options yes. and maybe the option that you that you really wanted wasn't. And then the
3: right one Yes, employee. yes, I'm I'm sure about that mm-hmm. because uh, um, cinema is very is very difficult profession, and I think was the destiny. I don't know how to say that. Mm. Uh, uh, told me you need to do design. Yeah,
2: yes. yeah, yeah. The uh, the colored paper. Yes, and <laughs> I
3: already. I I did the same when I was um, a child, and also my when I I remember when my daughter was five years old. And somebody asked her, what do your mother does? And she said, uh, she does this paper thing. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she understands something.
2: <laughs> Sounds great. Yes.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Um, you mentioned uh, that you loved painting when you were a kid. What, what kind of things were you painting?
3: No, very boring paintings, yes, (laughs) not like the ones I would love to do now. Yes, like uh, landscapes and very traditional painting. Okay. Yes.
0: What what kind of paints were you using? Were you watercolour or bright kind of acrylic?
3: Watercolour, yeah, and not abstract, like very figurative and descriptive. Yeah. Yes.
2: I think it's it's when you're at school, I think the... um, you you always think, you know, that the more a drawing or a painting looks like a photograph, the better it is. Mm, mm. Yes. You know, it, it was almost like the ultimate compliment was, "Wow, that looks just like a photograph." You know, yes. and, it, and it's it's kind of a weird measure that that you kind of you're trying to attain a real perfection in you in your work. You know, and it's kind of it's funny that it's it's, it's kind of quite a weird thing, isn't it?
3: Yes, because uh, I remember nobody teach me about. Abstraction. So, all my teachers said, okay, you need to do, to do that. And, yeah, and I said, okay, exactly. I, I'm going to do this. <laughs> yes, but I think it's good if, if you find someone that did you in another way. Yeah. But yes.
1: There's that point when you're a child um, just before you're taught to draw perfectly, where you're drawing symbolically, stick men, and you're drawing houses that are just a, a box and a roof. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more freedom in children when they're drawing those things they're being representative in a symbolic way rather than a realistic way. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more freedom when you're a child and then you're told to throw out those yes. rules where Elliot would show me drawings and I couldn't quite work out what they were, but he knew in his mind exactly what he'd drawn it's that illusion that he'd created. I love that period before you start having to do the, the really real mm-hmm. stuff. My daughters mm-hmm. does it at the moment where it's just the pressure to always make something look really yes. real is really boring I think. Crushed Coke cans. <laughs> <sighs> um so what would what were you like at school? Were you a troublemaker?
3: Troublemaker, no 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 no. I was a very good child, I no no. I was like mm um, I never had like very um good uh, notes, like the best ones not, but I was like the normal one. Okay. Yes. And, but not a trouble game. no, no. <laughs> did, you, um,
1: did you have any um, influential teachers or parents that pushed you towards doing something creative with your life?
3: Mm, no, it was something that I did, no. Okay. I don't remember teachers or okay. maybe one when I needed to decide my, um, the uni that helped me on this, okay. but I don't remember anyone. Okay. My, my parents, of course, they helped me on all my decisions.
1: Okay, did, they, did you tell them quite early on that you wanted to go into something creative?
3: Yes, I think they already know, know because I always did like yeah. these things, so it wasn't a surprise for them.
1: And what um, cartoons or TV shows or pop stars were you into when you were a child?
3: Yes, cartoons. I remember we only had like two cha- um, popular channels okay. in Barcelona. One was cat- the Catalan one and the other that, like the Spanish. Yes, I, r- I remember a few ones, very important for me at the time.
1: <laughs> Not now, <laughs> of <laughs> course.
3: <laughs> um, what were those? Uh, I don't know the name in English. Okay, the name um, Spanish ba- Barrio is Barrio Sésamo, okay. no neighborhood, okay. maybe it's the translation. And what was it, it was, about? It was like a neighborhood full of cartoons, um, like real, you know, It's it wasn't drawing, it's like real characters okay. with addresses uh, dresses. And I think it was here as well Okay. in England. And, and I remember watching this. And when I was uh, older, I remember watching uh, with my brother, Okay. Uh, Drown Z, no? Um, I don't know the name in English. Yeah. <laughs> it's these um, Japanese cartoons okay. with uh, fighting all the time. Okay. okay. With a, a big ball. Oh, Dragon Ball. D- Dragon Ball, sorry. <laughs> okay. Oh, Dragon Ball. Okay. Yes, because in Spain it's uh, Dragon Z. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's another name. <laughs> yes, that was one of after my school. favorites. Yeah. yeah, after school with, okay. my, with my brother. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, so you got a degree in graphic design from Elisawa? Yes. Um can you tell us about your time at university
3: yes uh the first year when I was studying was um like neutral not was it wasn't graphic design it okay. was design in general and the second year you needed to to choose if you want to do product design um graphic design or industrial so I decided graphic design i for sure uh <laughs> I remember a few teachers that I really mm, loved, and they teach me a lot, very well. And the last year, the third and the fourth, because we're four years, and right. um, I did a lot of, of internship that really helped me to understand the real work. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I was studying, and I could be in the, m- in the middle of both Disciplines, the uni, the university, and also the the real world that yeah. were very, very different right. from where uh, what I was studying at that time. So it was good for me to do that, and I always said um, people, our students, that it's good to do internships. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yes.
0: And what what kind of work were you doing at uni?
3: Uh interns you mean. No, um, the, the just
0: the kind of the kind of aesthetic that you uh, work on.
3: I started doing some kind of aesthetics that I actually am doing now. Like very flat illustrations, okay. not very well done. <laughs> <laughs> and with a lot of colour and typographic. I mean now I, I, I see the projects and I don't like it. But I, I can see some similitudes and something Similar, yes.
2: Okay. So, uh, I think that's that's true for everyone. It's like you know the work that you make at university mm. is kind of, it's on you know it, it's nothing, it's nothing like a kind of finished thing. Mm. But it, you know the 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 kind of the seeds are there. You know that that's mm. where you know the origins kind of kind of begin. So, so yeah.
3: Yes, and I, I think it's um it's some years that it's free. You can do wherever you mm. want. Because when you are working phew, there, there are a lot mm. of limits limitations, yeah, so it's good to explore it and not put limits to yourself yes
0: yeah um, and then you went on to do an m a in typeface design yes Is that right? what what made you choose typeface?
3: I was working in in a company, and a friend of mine working in that company wanted to do the. The MA as well, and she said, "Okay, why don't we do together?" I said, "Okay, it's a good idea. It's the second year of this degree in Barcelona, and it was about uh, typography and also editorial design." I said, "Okay, let's do that." I was 22, 23, and I wanted to to continue studying. Yes. Okay,
0: and while you're at um, (laughs) university, did you have any bad jobs to help you kind of earn money while you were there?
3: At the university. Well, yeah, just yes. down on the side. I was working at Zara. Oh, okay. When I was 18, my first job was at, at Zara. Right. In in my town, in the small town I I grew up, grew up, and um, also I was working in a shoe shop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think this kind of job that you do yeah. when you are studying, yeah, to earn some money. Yeah. Yes. How so, about
2: you, Anthony? Did you do any? Uh, I, jobs. I worked in a shampoo factory, <laughs> <laughs> um, screw, screwing the the, uh, the tops onto shampoo bottles. Oh. It was fantastic. I loved it. Just But I worked in a, a warehouse as well. Okay. Um, a kind of uh, mail order warehouse. Amazing. So some, you know, somebody would order, you know, like I I don't know, uh, a shower cap. <laughs> And, and we'd swap the orders round and we'd send them uh, a you know, for, for, a job, for, our, for our amusement. So yeah, I didn't last long in that job.
3: Once they did yes. the accounting yeah. and realised.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you mentioned that you originally wanted to study film. Yes. Uh, are you a big film fan? Uh,
3: not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, when, when I uh, when I choose design I mean all my energy went to design okay so of course uh, I love cinema and I go to cinema and I, I love watching films but no I'm not a very fan <laughs> so what made
1: you what made you want to study film
3: because I wanted to be um, not that a director a photography okay. director that okay. was my That's my idea at that time because I really love when I was um, 15, 18 years old like taking pictures and okay. I did some workshops on photography and I thought okay let's do some something with cinema but I didn't know a lot about <laughs> that
0: <laughs> and now you've, you've no desire
1: no, to go back no no, uh,
3: okay. no. Um,
0: so after graduating you worked in a couple of studios mm-hmm. and then decided to start your own um, what made you want to start your own studio?
3: yes it's something that Many people ask me about that and I think that um, there are a lot of influences and I think when what you learn from when you are a kid, it's what you describes you as an adult. Mm. And I think my parents influenced me a lot. They didn't influence me in creativity, yeah. but they influenced me in, in being uh, an entrepreneur Mm-hmm. It's a very difficult word for me to say <laughs> in English. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's, it's hard for us as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. Entrepreneur. <laughs>
3: Entrepreneur. <laughs> and they, they cool I think they gave me a lot of this. Teach me on how to, to, be, to have your own business, yeah. your own things. And, I th- and because I, all, all days I was listening about that. And I think when I finished um, uni, I was working six years in other studios and finally, I always had inside me this, just yeah. thinking. And when I was um, 27, yes, I decided to, to found my studio. And this was
1: uh, 2007, yes. right? It's a, quite a magical year, really, because we had uh, Twitter had just started. The first iPhone was released. And places like it's nice that had just begun as well. Mm. Do you think timing has something to do with the success of the studio?
3: Maybe because it was magical, but in Spain wasn't very magical okay. <laughs> <laughs> because crisis came. Like I think I'd want later, okay. but very big crisis in Spain. Oh, yes. I mean, it was international, yeah. but in Spain was very. My my parents had uh, suffered a lot and. But I think it was good because I, I started alone and after one year we were two people. It was good because um, companies in Spain, they wanted uh, to work with the small teams yeah. to low budgets and it was good for me. Yes. Were you
1: one of the only voices in graphic design in that region? In 2007, are there a lot more companies now than there were at the time? Of course,
3: yeah, now it's full of companies, small companies or freelancers. Uh, Do yeah. you
1: think you'd find it harder to start Hay Studio now?
3: Yes, yes, I think so. Because uh, in 2007, there was no nothing, I mean, no social media. I remember having Flickr only. <laughs> Um, I have Flickr. Flickr, I, 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 I Flickr. still have, I, Me I still too. have, Flickr. Find and sometimes you. I receive emails from Flickr. Okay, wow, I have like a nostalgic <laughs> feeling because it was very nice. I met a lot of people through this um, platform, and um, I don't know. I think now it maybe it could be more difficult because there are a lot of of competition.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so the name Hey is perfect for what you do. Um, can you tell us a bit about how you decided on this name? And what other names were on the short list?
3: Okay. <laughs> I always say that uh, thinking about your company name is like thinking of your own kid name.
0: Yeah.
3: Because I remember um, with my ex-partner, um, thinking about names and creating a, li- a big list of 100 names. And, but I wanted to be an international name, a short name, And not my name or surname, nothing Mm. about that. And and I think I was thinking about more an attitude than uh, thinking about a descriptive um, thing. And one of the names was "Hola" and this kind of yeah, yeah, (laughs) yes, and also "Hi." Um, I don't remember the others. I think I, ha- I still have this list. No, mm. I don't know Amazing.
2: where. In the archives. <laughs> yes, in <laughs> the archives.
3: And I think at the end it was hey there, and somebody said, okay, hey, it's a good. And people s- that I showed that list said, mm. okay, this, I like this one. I like this one. And and that finally was hey. Yes. Yep.
2: <laughs> well, it's definitely worked. Mm. Yes. And, it, and it's you know it's memorable. And yes. I think. Um, you know, it's, kind of, it's got an international feel as yes. well yeah. and it kind of looks nice typographically yes, as well. Yes, it's so, very
3: yeah. nice. And you can also do like a communication, some phrases about this, hey, something, or hey, your client, or hey, yeah. how are you? My first business cards were with some quotes. Yeah. Yeah. And now I don't use it, but it's, it's funny.
1: It's super positive as well. When I say it, I want to go, hey. Hey, not yes. Like, you don't want to say, hey. You want no, to say no, it. it's
3: positive. Yeah, it's yes.
1: su- super positive. It's good. Were there any really silly names on the list of names? Yes,
3: but I don't remember the oh. names. I, I, it's true. It's not. It's true. It's true. I don't remember the names. Okay. But of course there were silly names, yes.
2: Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, um, Hey is a studio made of a, You've got a small team, yes. haven't you? Um, is it going to stay that way, or do you see it growing? And what do you think the pros and the cons are, like the positives of the? Yeah, such I, a small I team?
3: like to to be small. I think it's good if if you have a specific style. Mm. It's very important to keep it, and if you are bigger, it's very easy to lose this this yeah. style and to to follow up all these things and it's very easy to 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 grow and to be bigger and and then lose all you c- you have created before so for me this is perfect size okay and i think i'm growing in, other, in a different way because now we are going to open our physical uh, first shop in barcelona
0: okay
1: amazing
3: yes so this is another way of growing yes
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah
3: yeah and this is how what i'm doing this year. that's exciting yes
2: so you've got a very specific aesthetic style. Um, so how 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 does that work with clients? So do, do, you know, do do you kind of do people come to you because of your style and your your? Uh, it's more of an approach than a than just a than a style. But yes. is it? Um, and how does that how does that work with clients? Do do you have to kind of pitch, or do you, or, or do people come to you now?
3: Um. Yes, it's um, most of the clients come because of the style, and sometimes I pitch, but not a lot. And yes, I mean it's easy it's easy when the client comes and say, okay, I want, I love your style, mm. and and I'm free to to do whatever you want. But at the same time, sometimes um, they want the same mm, as they mm. saw on Instagram or yeah, the website. Yeah, yeah. So it's difficult sometimes to change this and go further and with the deadlines and all these things. But yes, I try to, to be in the same language, the same approach, mm. but trying to be different in, in all projects. But I know that sometimes it's it's not easy, mm. but... Yes, it's so yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I think it's it's kind of making work that's all in the same universe, yes. isn't it? You know, it's like you're creating your your part of you know your your visual language that yes. is very distinctive, but yet is very flexible. You know, it's like you know when you work with Uniqlo, it's kind of it's still a hey project, but mm. it, it kind of and that it kind of everything kind of feeds in in into each other. So it's kind of I think sometimes you know. Put, people assume it's kind of limiting having a very mm. definite style, but I think it's it's having, it's having that visual signature that mm-hmm. you can apply to, to lots of different things.
3: Yeah, uh, I think it's not limited, I think we, when a project arrives to the studio we try to do something different with, with the same style, mm-hmm. and sometimes we can do something more craft, another time more digital. Um, go further trying to experiment with techniques Mm. I think it's good like a good start of of Mm. and then go further trying to do other things but yet for me it's easier because uh, I know my limits and I know (laughs) um, I mean I can imagine myself doing other things but I know what is hey or not is hey and I like to experiment and also I I love to work with other people Mm. that give me that uh, open mind and things that for myself, I would never do it alone. So yes, I think it's it's not a limitation. to no, no. Have your own style.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think it's it's kind of having um having an attitude and, and mm. having a, a kind of view on on design and, and where design fits into the world and 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 not just being led by clients mm-hmm. and, and not being you know kind of continually searching for new styles to, to mm. kind of to yeah. kind of use. It's kind of having something that that kind of comes from you and it feels it feels
3: genuine
1: then yes when um, When you have a client that comes to you and wants you to repeat a style that you've already done elsewhere it That can sometimes trap you in in not being able to grow But one way to get through that is self-initiated projects, which you do a lot. Mm, of.
3: Yes. Um, yes, it's very important since the beginning of the studio um, side projects well, I think it's when you don't have a lot of work, you can do uh, projects because with creativity, the good thing about creativity is that we just need uh, our thinking, our creativity, and sometimes a computer or not, and, and we live in a social world that it's free to show this, this um, work, so it's perfect for us, and it's not expensive. Um, I think it's, it's brilliant um, It's fun it's so much yes. fun to
1: do side projects as well yes
3: and when you do a side, a side project is because you want to work on this in the future mm-hmm. and and with a commercial work and, and, and yes so because clients at the end they don't ask you if you did this, this work for another, another client they they just see the work you do mm-hmm. and and they like it yeah so it's perfect
1: the Every Hay project, that was a side project, yes. wasn't it? Um, and you posted a different illustration of a pop culture icon every day. Um, and it was really successful on Instagram. I think mm. it got the studio noticed yes. a lot more. Yes. How did you choose which characters to draw?
3: It was um, a project we did at the studio a long time ago, mm-hmm. four years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the Instagram account was very popular because at that time, there wasn't this kind of Instagram account. And, and yes, it was a, ba- a daily work and illustrating and also answering all the comments. And it was a project um, Ricardo was involved at that time. And we decided at the studio, okay, let's do these characters. We had a list, a very large list. And, and we were like uploading more characters every day like famous one, that, popular ones that everybody can see. Can there are see. a lot of
1: film ones in there as yes. well, I noticed. <laughs> Did you have a favourite?
3: Mm, I have many, okay. a lot of favorite. Okay. Yeah, it's difficult to choose one because we did 400. <laughs> 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 you know, so it's and right. I
1: love the gods, the gods ones that you did as well. And you did yeah, some football client work yeah, off, the, off the back of that It's well. a lot of
3: options to yeah. choose. <laughs> yeah. That was
1: the first major foray into illustration, right? That was the first time you started to do a lot of character illustration. Yes,
3: yeah. I di- we did like small projects on in character design also side projects and then commercial ones but that was the, the most important
0: we're having a great time recording the podcast and it's really good to hear that you guys are enjoying it too so keep on commenting letting us know that you're enjoying it like and subscribe on itunes follow us on instagram so you can keep up with what we're doing we've got some exciting stuff coming up now back to the show See, you've mentioned in some interviews that the Monocle work that you did um, had a huge impact on the studio. Yes. Could you tell us about why that was so important to your work?
3: Yeah. I, I think it. if I remember very well, it started in 2011 and I sent an email to the art director, Richard, with some example of um, illustration work. I think it was a four pages PDF only. <laughs> and with personal projects. And I received an email six months later for our first commission, a very small um, illustration. Mm -hmm. I think it was two centimeters by two centimeters. And we've been one week working on that. (laughs) That now it's impossible (laughs) one week for that. And yes, it was amazing because Monocle is a very important magazine with, it's uh, like a big window Mm. to to the wall and also for creative directors. So at the end, these people is going to hire us. And yes, it started like very small project. And after that, every month we were working for them. Right. Yeah, and now we are not working for them. Sometimes we collaborate. But yes, we did a lot of work in the past.
0: Yeah, some really vast kind of illustrations. A lot of work, maps. Yeah.
3: yeah. Our first map was for um, Monocle magazine. Yeah. yeah the yeah. Spanish map. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. And um, you've collaborated with some of our favorite people, including uh, Malaika Favre, yeah. uh, Camille Walala, and okay. Anthony. Yes. Um, <laughs> many of them on your year anniversary project Mm -hmm. can you talk us through the project and how you choose who you wanted to collaborate with
3: yes two years ago was uh, hey anniversary 10 years anniversary and I wanted to celebrate it because 10 years it's it's something to celebrate (laughs) and I don't want to be hey work only I like I want it to be something with connection with people that we admire and people that friends or uh we did something in the past together, so yeah. it was an exhibition called yeah that it's hey on the other side
2: yeah.
3: okay Quite just fair. just to know <laughs> like it, it was <laughs> a retrospective <laughs> because i i a friend of mine um was working on the name, and and he gave me this idea that I never thought about that. Right. Yes. And okay that, it's brilliant. It's very well, clever. Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's because it was a retrospective of the ten years. And yes, we wanted. Um, I want like a poster for people I admire, uh, drawing or designing. Yeah, whatever they want. And one was Anthony, Malika, Camille. People from Spain, like Javier Jaén, Bendita Gloria. Mm-hmm. So our at 10 people, mm-hmm. and and yes, was was very nice to to work with people we loved, and and the proposals were brilliant, and also at the event we did conferences um, with yeah. clients or maybe. Malika did a conference too. A film director. We are working them. A glass blowing artist in Paris. Yeah, people that has connection with us.
2: Yeah, I I think that's when you connect with the wider community, isn't it? And and I think you know both of us kind of uh, you know we enjoy traveling and going to conferences Mm -hmm. and and kind of connecting with people. And Mm -hmm. that's I think that's you know it's a fantastic part of of what we do is is kind of you know making connections with with like-minded people and it's and it's you just kind of feel part of a a much bigger community then that's you know not necessarily where you live or Mm. um, it's yeah it's kind of international and and that's you know that's a fantastic thing
3: How, how did you two
1: meet sorry how did you two
2: meet
3: I remember, you remember Anthony? Yeah, yes? I think, yeah, it's where, when I, I, I remember. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, well, you tell the story. Yes, it's, it's a g-
3: I remember because I was pregnant, and it was in Elisaba, yep. in, in the university I studied, and you did um, a talk there, Yeah. and with Mark Panero, he organized. And Marc s- uh, told me Anthony wants to know you, and I said, "Okay, I I I love Anthony. I want to. <laughs> uh, it's I admire uh, his work." And they got us in touch. Yeah. The same day of the talk, and then we go to to have dinner together yeah, with all yeah. the team. Yeah. Yes.
2: But I think yeah, because yeah, Mark said to me, you know, are there any studios in Barcelona that, that you know you'd like mm. to meet? And I was just, I think I was aware of your work. Uh, maybe through Instagram or social yeah, yeah. media maybe at that point and I was like it, it you know you just seem to be doing such individual and kind of interesting and exciting work and I just wanted to you yeah, know just wanted to meet you and kind of find out how you did it because <laughs> <laughs> you
1: both your styles are obviously both very different but you both share uh, certain aesthetics in, in a kind of minimalism, mm-hmm. in a love of typography, in communicating things conceptually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a, a big scene at the moment in kind of maximalism and illustration mm-hmm. where things aren't so conceptual, but they're very colourful and full of character. Mm-hmm. But what you guys both do is you have a concept to what you do and i think maybe at the moment there's not so much conceptual work Mm -hmm. happening and i think that that's about to come back around but i think that's one thing the two the two of you sort of share is a conceptual approach to Mm -hmm. graphic design and keeping it simple especially with color and
2: shape Mm -hmm. yeah but i think it's a you know an influence of of work from the 60s and 70s you know it's Mm -hmm. like um we both went to the talk by lance wyman uh in uh, in Barcelona uh, yes. officer I think it was yes. and you know that still the aesthetic is is you know that kind of international kind yes. of like Swiss modernism yes you know it's it's just it's just uh yeah it's it's just beautiful
3: yes i'm i'm i think what we do is it's different in aesthetic way mm. but the the essence is more or less the same mm. We we have more or less the same references. I, I love modernist style. Mm-hmm. It's this Me timeless too. design. Absolutely. So, I I think it's not going to 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 die. Is is forever, and <coughs> and but it's good to to be more contemporary mm-hmm. on this style, and because it's it works and it's simple, it's direct, and everybody understands its language.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's almost. Um, It's serving a function as well as being beautiful. Hmm. Uh, Graphic design in its purest form is about communicating something to people. And uh, I think you've you've got an obsession with um, street furniture, street signs and things like that, right? Yeah. yeah, And and that's the purest form of of graphic design, isn't it? Like arrows and directions. And and if you think of graphic design in those terms, it can be beautiful, Hmm. but it can also still have
0: a purpose a lot of the time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I could talk for hours about this. Yes, this I another when, point, when, you, guys. when you said street
0: furniture, I thought you were really into benches.
2: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> There's some Lamp. nice benches out there. Lamp posts, railings, zebra crossings. Lamp posts are pretty, yeah. pretty beautiful yeah.
1: as well. Um, <laughs> so I believe that each country has its own personality and each city has its own different personality mm-hmm. as well. So. You know Manchester and Sheffield have different personalities to Brighton. Paris has its own personality. certain types of music came out of Detroit because it was a a, a city with a lot of manufacturing. um What personality does Barcelona have?
3: Mm. i It's a med- Mediterranean city, mm-hmm. and I think it, this is influences a lot. It's very um, contemporary, multicultural and it changes a lot from the Olympic Games and and now it's like very different city from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I think the where you live influences how you design. Absolutely. Abs- I, I'm agree I, I always live in Barcelona, so I don't know <laughs> how to design in other countries, but I think your, the, the weather, everything, influ- the people, your family, everything. So I think Barcelona, It's a very sunny place, Mm -hmm. very um, mm, open to the world, to the Europe, and I think, in my case, influenced me on how I design. Maybe because of the color. I don't know, I don't know exactly how it works or how because of that. But I think if I lived in London, maybe I will design different. I think so. I I think,
1: Mm. so for instance, there's a lot of people who I follow who work in Berlin. and There's a lot of black and white imagery and it's a lot more clear graphics and a bit more serious. And I think other cities are a lot more fun. Portland seems to have a lot of color and and block color graphics. And then Barcelona seems to be a really positive place as well. Um, I love that idea that each city has its own kind of personality and approach mm. in life. I mean Barcelona is a very positive place yes. a, a, as well and, and hopeful, would you say?
3: Yes, it could be, yeah. I um, I think because people is not, it's very open as well. Um, but I'm not a psychologist so I don't <laughs> know, I don't know. Yeah. But, but of course there's something yeah. and, and it's something that interesting to to learn yes
2: i d- i, I, I go to barcelona quite regularly and and it always always feels kind of more european than mm. spanish i think yes. and it, you know you've got um, you know the the miro foundation you know that's mm. one of my kind of most favorite places yes. it, um, and the uh, oh, what's it called the uh, M- oh yeah the mies van der rohe pavilion mm, yes. you know and that uh, that is so modern mm-hmm. and, you know, it's built in the 30s, you know, designed in the 30s. Um, the city's very, kind of, very, kind of sensual, you know, there's mm, kind of like, y- you kind of walk through food markets mm. and, and kind yeah. of, you know, there are kind of, it's just that, that kind of outdoor culture that, mm-hmm. that we miss out a bit on in, uh,
3: in My
1: My favourite place in the universe is Tibidabu.
3: Yes, Tibidabu. Uh, and, <laughs> and I,
1: um, we went there a couple of years ago and myself and my son it's our favorite place it's so magical and lots of people who go to Barcelona don't seem to go there it's kind of frowned upon as a a theme park somewhere often but it's stunningly beautiful and it's one of Europe's oldest as well I think Um,
3: yes it's a place that not a lot of people go but I go like once a year okay um, yes when I go it's, it's very nice and it's it, you can go there and, and arrive in 20 minutes mm. because in Bar- the good thing about Barcelona is the size it's very it's a very small city comparing with London or mm. Berlin so I, I always say that everything is 20 minutes walking <laughs> or 20 minutes by my metro so yes it's um, very easy to meet people and um, you know you don't need to plan um, a meeting or a Mm. date or whatever it's like okay you can change your mind in 10 minutes before if you want (laughs) yeah in a big city you can't do that so it's very spontaneous city you
1: can walk a lot as well we walked everywhere and i absolutely loved it and the streets aren't really crowded with people it just felt so peaceful and
2: relaxed as well so Apart from the uh, Ramblas.
3: Yes, I live near La Ramblas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I live very close to the Columbus statue. Yes, it's very crowded.
1: <laughs> Do you like the busyness?
3: Yes, uh, because where I live, it's very calm. But if if I walk one one street um, near, it's very crowded. But yes, I, I I like to live in the city in the center because it's very far uh, near from everywhere. And I can go walking everywhere, and I and I work in Poplano. That it's the um, industrial area. Okay. It's very calm. It's the opposite. Side. So I have both sides.
0: So you have a daughter. Um, have you found it challenging being a parent and run a, running a successful studio? Mm.
3: I think that when you have your own business, it's very difficult to to manage everything mm. well. So I try to make it the best way I can. And yes, yeah, sometimes it's difficult when I travel or when I need to finish something very late. Or, But I, re- I, I repeat again when I was a child. Um, my parents, they work a lot for me and for my brother. So I'm doing the same, but working less. And, and yes, I, Nora, I think she understands more or less. And when she wants to see me, she, she told me, of course, yeah. because she's eight years old. And, but yes, it's difficult because for everybody that has a business.
0: Yeah, I find the same. I get told <laughs> I go
1: away too much for work.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and maybe eventually the two of you can travel together like Anthony and Jack do. Is she interested in what you do? Does she does she want
2: to be a graphic designer?
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. Does she
2: want to fold pieces of
3: colored no. paper? No, This is another thing. Paper, it's okay, but going with me to talks, no, no, no. no. no, no. Once uh, he she came and she was all the time with a, with the iPad because, of course, it was in English and she yeah, and yeah. She, but.
2: Th- no. Yeah. So uh, my son's uh, eighteen, nearly nineteen now, and and he kind of come comes with me on on kind of workshops and things it's kind of um, for me it's it's fantastic because you know he, he's getting such an enormous benefit and yes. I get to see him all the time and, and, have yeah, fun. and it, yeah yeah and it's kind of it's his you know he, he's really interested in what I'm interested in as well so it's kind of uh, yeah it's, it's almost like passing on the you know the family yeah. business. Yeah, the <laughs> family business. The second generation. Second
1: generation. Is it Nora? Do you Nora. Yeah. Uh, and what does she want to be when she grows no, up? No,
3: th- no. For the moment, she doesn't oh, know. Oh, she doesn't
1: know. Okay. No. What do you, What do you think she's interested
3: in? She loves um, nature and maybe I don't know biology. Okay. But at the same time, she loves taking pictures. And I don't know. So, so she loves a lot of things. <laughs> um,
2: so, do you think the internet and social media have a positive impact on graphic design? Mm,
3: good question. Yes, that's <laughs> the, big, <laughs> the last <laughs> one is the, the big best question. one. <laughs> I, th- I'm, I think. Well how do you say like both both sides
2: and negative okay
3: I think thinking positively positive and negative I think it's positive because you can show your work and this is very for, for free hmm. <laughs> yeah. and um, I also had a lot of clients because of Instagram or social media yeah, yeah. big clients and at the same time is doing everything very fast and we live in this instant social life mm. that everything needs to be done in one day and the day after it's, it's caducate. Um
2: it's kind of, it kind of gets forgotten. It's Think, forgotten. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- things th- have and that's, very, yeah. and
3: that's not good because at the end you are creating something only aesthetic mm. and only for mm. showing this uh, like, and this is not good for the design industry
1: people are so hungry for newness yes and and people aren't able to grow their voices now people who are starting out they'll have one big piece on instagram and then they'll try and repeat that and they don't get a chance to grow their voice or to nurture themselves and i I don't know i find we almost all need to slow down a little Mm. bit and start to appreciate things more in a long-term sense and i think maybe that will happen maybe revolutions in the future will be Mm. In slowing things down or switching off your phones or going offline, I think there's going to be a lot of changes in the next 10, okay. ten years for how we interact online. Um, because like we said earlier, it's different to 2007, there was, the internet was empty, yes. mm. there was no one on there. Right. <laughs> um, and now there's a lot of people saying a lot of stuff and all of it's beautiful, but yeah. where do you even start now?
3: Yeah, I think it's, 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 um, it's consistent for one picture and for one day, but mm. not in co- it's not consistent for a long time, and that's not good. But I'm, I'm positive in what you are saying that I think in the future, I don't know when, but it's going to change and we're going to have like more physical places, not only social life, and digital life at the end, we need contact. <laughs> Absolutely. So, but um,
2: so, what was the motivation for for opening your own shop? Thinking of a you know physical yes. that, that'll be a kind of meeting yes. space, really.
3: Yes, the idea. I'm going to explain this in the talk uh, this night. The idea is because we had the online shop for five years ago, and I think I always wanted to have my own shop when the time is good. <laughs> and it's not only a shop, it's like a coffee place Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. well, Mm -hmm. a design bookshop, and and there will be a place where you can see, read uh, the magazines, Mm -hmm. and also talk with us, because um, a lot of people come to the studio just to see the studio and talk with us, and I think it's good to have like a spot place in Barcelona, and there are no places like this in Barcelona, there are no design bookshops in Mm -hmm. Barcelona. No, nothing, and I think the city needs something, and and I also I truly believe that we need physical places absolutely mm-hmm. to to yeah. be in contact and to do something, and because there is I, my idea, is that the shop is a life place where things happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe you come to Barcelona and mm-hmm. you can do a talk, a worship there. Yeah. So that's the, the spirit of the of the um, shop.
2: Yeah. Should we get a, put a date in the diary now? Yes. <laughs> it needs to be the works done yeah. first, but of
3: course you you can be the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, amazing. <laughs> yes. And also the DJ of yeah, the opening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <There>
1: <laughs> so we always have some quickfire questions at the end, and we always explain on air that we have some quickfire questions at the end as well. Um, yeah. It's kind of become a part of the show.
0: So I think Dan's going to start these yeah. off... And
1: so, yeah, the, that, so yeah, so yeah
2: just cool. kind of quick, short.
0: Yeah. Answers. So the first first question is, um, which idea do you wish you'd thought of?
3: Um, <laughs> 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 one one uh, idea, you mean... Yeah, something
2: that you whatever. find that maybe be successful. Yeah, anything, yeah.
3: You think. yeah. Mm. Cheese, you know. Whatever. Just g- cheese wow, and gin. I think
1: Dan, Danny Sangra said bubble wrap.
0: Yeah.
1: It? <laughs> yeah.
3: Wow, I don't know now.
0: You said rave rave music, didn't yeah. you?
1: Rave music. Oh, rave <laughs> music.
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. mm.
1: We can come back to it.
3: I, I, like. I, can't, I mean, I don't know, something for the kitchen because it's easy. Or, oh, I don't know, the washing machine. I think it's yeah, a brilliant we, idea. Dish wa- dishwashers. Dishwashers. Dish dish oh, it, it's a lot of time that you are not <laughs> working. <laughs>
1: uh, so what's the best era for graphic design?
3: For me, of course, because I am I love modernist style. Yeah, the 70s.
1: Yeah, 60s and 70s. Yeah, 60s well. and 70s. Just pushpin studios, mm-hmm. and I've got so many graphics annuals from that time that I love. And just there's so much, so much good stuff from those mm. that era.
2: Um, I, I think the key year is uh, 1976. F- all all, all, the, all, all all the kind of books and posters I've got, the ones that I love most, I look at the back and it's 1976. Mm. The year I was born. Yeah, seventy. Seventy-six. It's a good year. Yeah.
0: Um, so, what do you think makes good design?
3: Um, if it responds to to a good brief, yeah. Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> um, what's your favorite film poster?
3: they all from Saul Vás. Okay. Yes. All, all of them.
2: <laughs> have you ever seen a ghost?
3: Ghost? Yeah. Yes.
2: You, you have Can seen you, a ghost? Yeah. A ghost? Yeah. What do you mean? You know, a spirit.
3: A spirit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe when I was a child, I've seen something.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Can't mm. tell us.
3: No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's a good question, isn't it? Yes. It's an odd question. Have you ever seen a ghost? I think sometimes you kind of misremember things and you, you, you kind of conjure up memories yeah. and things. And, but yeah, definitely, I've been spooked out definitely yeah. yes. quite a few times.
3: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a mystery podcast. This is the, this is the, the
1: Scooby-Doo part. Yes. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so what's your karaoke song? I have a lot of Okay. You can get more than one. Okay. If like.
3: Yes, because I have a Spotify a spoty Spotify, um, Spotify yeah. list of, on okay. karaoke because we love going with my with the studio. I love Juanes. This is a Latin singer. Okay. Yes, Juanes. Okay. And also Spice Girls forever. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> I have many. I don't remember the others. But so
1: yes. we're out. We're having some drinks. We've all of a sudden got karaoke. We go in. You're the first person to sing. Which Spice Girls song would you sing?
3: One uh, of yeah. It's called One of If you want to be, oh, One of You, yeah, yes. yeah, okay, yes. yeah. I think a, good choice. I mean, this is the most karaoke song. The others, um, yes, yes.
2: <laughs> we can all join in yeah. on the chorus. Yeah, for that yeah, one. yeah I yes. Can the, uh, I can do the rap, definitely. Is <laughs> um, <laughs> there <it's> a rap?
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's Mel B yeah, sort of yeah. rap, isn't it? Here's a story from A to B. <laughs> Don't to do it now. Anyway, yeah. Uh, well, what about yourself? Did we uh, we didn't ask you a karaoke question, did we? Uh,
2: I think it's uh, White Lines. Don't do. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
0: really a song, so right, is it? <laughs> um, which is the city that you find the most inspiring?
3: Mm, Berlin. Okay. I love Berlin. Yes. I go every year.
0: What do, What do you love about it?
3: Um, I think it's a very young city and has a lot of art, street art. Mm-hmm. So, everywhere, everywhere you go, you see a lot of uh, graffitis and street art. There is a lot of museums, big museums, uh, historical, new ones. And also, I love that it has uh, these big avenues. I love the city and the uh, people there.
2: It's a very graphic
3: place. Yes, isn't it's it? a very graphic. Yeah,
2: you know, it's kind of. it's. it's and the architecture, and you know, just the uh, yeah, just just the vibe. It's it's like you said, it's those big, wide-open streets, mm. and it's uh, but it, it's a very green city as well. Yeah, kind of, yeah, it's um,
3: yeah. I've never been in winter, so mm. I can yeah. change my <laughs> my my, <laughs> my thinking now. But yes, I I would love to do, to live there for a while.
1: Um, so, thank you, Anthony, for being our co-host today thanks for and having me <laughs> <laughs> and thank you yeah. so much for being on the show today yeah, it's thank amazing. you for the
3: invitation my no,
1: pleasure yeah. and uh, we're going to be seeing you tonight as well at the talk so yeah, yeah.
3: thank you so much
1: <laughs> you're most welcome <laughs> Thanks to Tomino for the theme music, for Bison Beer for sponsoring this episode, our families for supporting us on this journey and most importantly you, the listeners, for tuning in and following our ventures with No Ideas.
0: Follow us on Instagram and like and subscribe on iTunes and leave us a comment if you can, but only nice ones. Check out our website, noideaspodcast.co.uk for the extra bits to accompany the shows.
1: We'll be back next month with more ideas.